0: Right, um, here again with um, Nick Hurst. the second part of our podcast on uh, familial colorectal cancers. Um, the other podcast is about HMPCC, but we're going to talk about uh, familial adenomatous polyposis, FAP, uh, today. Um, thanks for, for coming again, Nick. Um, can you um, define FAP for us in a similar way to you did in HMPCC on the other podcast?
1: Well, you're halfway there. It's familial adenomatous polyposis, which puts it in a nutshell it's a familial autosomal dominantly inherited condition. Um, of uh, a defect in the APC gene, the adenomatous polyposis coli gene. Uh, This results in uh, an almost inevitable progression to colorectal cancer within the lifetime of the individual, and the phenotype is characterized by the advent of hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, colorectal polyps starting at around the age of puberty, and 95% of patients have got um, a significant polyp load by the age of 25 patients progress um, uh, towards colorectal cancer not through any particular um, malignant preponderancy of these polyps, but because the sheer number of them statistically results in eventual progression to cancer in at least one of them um, at an earlier stage. The polyps themselves are uh, otherwise histologically normal and are indistinguishable from wild-type polyps um, on histological specimens. Patients tend to um, uh, be identified because they fall within a family group, but up to a third of patients with um, a proven FAP have got no preceding family history, suggesting that either a new mutation is at fault, or potentially the the family tree is not quite as robust as they thought.
0: Right, so just because you haven't got a family with FAP doesn't mean you haven't got
1: it yourself. Well, someone's got to be first, and indeed non-paternity also creeps into the issues here on occasions. Uh, However, um, it is known that this is a fairly uh, frequently mutated uh, genetic aberration. um, And indeed, an APC gene um, mutation can be identified in up to 85% of wild-type cancers, suggesting it's a very early change within the genetic makeup that Mm. causes cancer. Mm.
0: So non-paternity, what a a delicate way of putting it. Um, How common is FAP?
1: Well, FAP in its truest sense affects between 1 in 10,000 and 1 in 15,000 live births with an equal um, uh, male-to-female sex distribution, uh, given it's Mm. autonomic. Accordingly, it represents a very small proportion of the numbers of cancers that we uh, see as a whole, but it's extremely important within affected family groups because it's it's easy to predict which Mm. members of the family are going to be affected. It's very easy to identify the phenotype Mm. and to continue screening appropriately for those patients.
0: Okay, so you, you're talking about the, the phenotype, and they mean hundreds, thousands of polyps, but there are um, some features outside the colon uh,
1: that you see often in FAP. Could you tell us a bit about those? Well, indeed. Some patients come via slightly odd routes. For example, they can come by ophthalmologists with congenital hypertrophic pigmented retinal epithelium or chirpies. Unilaterals do occur in, in um, the general population, but bilateral chirpies are pathognomonic of uh, FAP. Um, other features, such as uh, osteochondromas, particularly of the jaw and uh, of the uh, the vertex of the the, the skull, um, are sometimes picked up in other areas. Um, uh, rotated and impacted wisdom teeth, particularly with fusion of roots, are sometimes picked up by dentists in mm-hmm. patients with FAP and its attenuated forms. But there are also other extracolonic conditions such as desmoid tumours which are dense fibrotic contractions either within the abdominal wall, in the subcutaneous tissues or indeed even in the mesentery Mm. that can be important particularly following surgical insult.
0: Mm. Okay and then also the things in the stomach and the duodenum
1: as well aren't there? Well certainly within the upper GI tract we see a lot of fundic gland polyps which are markers uh, in the same way that chirpies are markers of FAP they're not important clinically. Uh, they don't progress to, uh, to malignancy. Duodenal polyps, on the other hand, are much more important, and again, ampullary tumours are uh, much more common in FAP than in uh, the general population.
0: Yeah, and the important thing to note, isn't it, is that after uh, colon cancer, the common cause of death in people with FAP is either desmoid or um, a duodenal
1: tumour, is that right? Very much so. In patients who've been identified as uh, having the FAP genotype, um, uh, deaths from colorectal cancer are actually in the minority and most patients will eventually succumb to extracolonic disease.
0: Okay. Now, so um, let's, let's talk a bit about surveillance. We know that someone has uh, an APC
1: mutation, they have FAP. How are we going to survey these patients? We tend to start um, uh, surveillance from uh, puberty within paediatric um, uh, gastrointestinal units and uh, colonoscopies are mandatory from about the age of 11 or 12 onwards. Most of those patients will have no polyps, or indeed very few, and these can usually be dealt with um, as you would with any other polyp identified at a a scope. The indications for surgery within these patients, however, start to arise when the polyps either become too large to deal with endoscopically or become too numerous to do so, or if even a small number of polyps have developed um, uh, evidence of increasing dysplasia, Mm -hmm. suggestive of progressive uh, disease. In those patients, several options are open to them, uh, patients could go on to a simple panproctocolectomy with a permanent ileostomy. But, of course, affecting young people as this does, that's often an, un- an unpopular option. Mm-hmm. A second option, particularly in those patients who've got more proximal polyps, because some will have relative rectal sparing, they could undergo a subtotal colectomy with an ileorectal anastomosis and then close surveillance of the rectal mm-hmm. uh, 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 residue. But in those patients who've got scattered disease, Um, The classical teaching is a proctocolectomy with formation of an ileoanal pouch anastomosis. Mm -hmm. Along the way, of course, upper GI uh, surveillance, particularly with a side-viewing scope and considering dye spraying to exclude duodenal and ampullary um, uh, tumours, should be continued. Um, Just to talk about the pouch, would you um, advocate a a
0: mucosectomy and a hand-sewn anastomosis?
1: Ideally speaking, yes, and for this reason, those sorts of operations in this group should be concentrated in the hands of people who are routinely doing this type of pouch surgery. It is possible, however, to do a standard pouch and, uh, and leave the, the anal mucosa in the upper half of the anal canal, but this must be considered to be at risk, um, particularly in patients who've had a heavy rectal load and therefore it can't really be advised.
0: Okay. So we've, um, we've removed the, uh, all the affected colon, we've done a pouch and hand stone Do we need to keep an
1: eye on the pouch? We do need to keep an eye on the pouch simply because there is always the possibility that they'll develop small bowel polyps and, of course, they always have the risk of uh, recurrent pouchitis as do any other patients with, uh, with such a pouch. However, it's unusual to develop cancer within the pouch but not unheard of. Okay. And then the upper tract, how often should they have an AGD? Um, opinions vary. Um, as some people say as frequently as annually. Others would say that you can stretch that out to two to three yearly. Um, In contrast to HMPCC, the progression towards malignancy is not as rapid um, and tends to follow wild-type gene progression. But even so, because the lesions in the duodenum can be difficult to spot, frequent surveillance may be useful to avoid overlooking lesions.
0: Okay, and you have a dysplastic or worse polyp in the duodenum? Whipples? Is
1: that something that happens to these people? Well... Whipple's itself can be useful um, to exclude the duodenal mucosa and also the head of the pancreas, but it's not a common procedure to perform um, in patients with this condition unless they've actually got dysplasia affecting biopsies of the, the ampulla. It's, it's not something that we see routinely, certainly within a general surgical practice, and this is best reserved to for hepatobiliary surgeons with an interest in this condition.
0: Okay, thank you. Now, desmoids was the other thing we were talking about there. Um, you, you defined desmoid for us, but just they can be a real problem. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: Well, desmoids are disordered um, uh, fibrous callus formation, if you like, following an injury. Part of the problem with HMPCC is that APC is involved in the beta-catenin uh, wind-signalling pathway. And this probably subtly interacts with MMP-mediated um, uh, degeneration of uh, laid-down fibrous tissue. It's matrix metalloproteinases. matrix metalloproteinases, particularly the gelatinase subgroups. However, in patients with, um, uh, or certain patients with FAP, they will develop scar tissue on scar tissue on scar tissue uh, that becomes almost self-perpetuating, and its secretizing nature tends to uh, either cause obstruction or alternatively ischemic changes within mm. the supporting tissues. The difficulty with it is that patients will see this as something having gone wrong with their surgery and uh, need careful counselling to ensure that they recognise this is a feature of the disease rather than the surgeon involved. They also need counselling to avoid unnecessary uh, surgery because excision of these lesions is likely to beget more lesions. Mm and therefore a conservative approach is best adopted unless adverse features um, intervene.
0: Right, and that's sort of pressure effects and stretching of the bowel, obstruction of the bowel?
1: Absolutely, obstruction and particularly um, uh, the development of ischemia, uh, which is a very bad prognostic uh, feature, as you might expect.
0: Uh-huh. And uh, well, So we can't operate on an antagonist. Is there anything we can do to ameliorate uh, the effects of the desmoid?
1: Well, as you say, uh, surgery is, is certainly known to excite regrowth in some of these desmoids, but there are some medical treatments that have been tried. Solindac, an anti-polyposis uh, drug, um, a non-steroidal, has been used in the past, but often combined with um, anti-hormonal treatment, particularly anti antigestions in the form of tamoxifen, but often at higher doses than are given for breast cancer. Alternative medical um, uh, thoughts could include COX-2 inhibitors, including the discredited uh, celecoxib, Uh, But uh, the jury's really out as to whether this is effective in the longer run. There are some experimental treatments, including um, uh, antifibrotic drugs such as perfenidone and indeed some forms of chemotherapy, including doxorubicin, known as adriamycin, or indeed dacarbazine. Some units have also tried um, uh, radiofrequency ablation via insertion of needles within particularly troublesome desmoid tumours, but the results from these are very much limited and poor in most cases.
0: So Nick, uh, thanks very much for all that. Could you summarise uh, the important takeaway messages
1: for FAP, please? It's rare, um, so don't get uh, too hung up about it, although it's one of those things we're all expected to know everything about. Patients who come with a good family history of FAP are by far and away uh, the majority of those patients you'll encounter, and they will know a great deal more about the condition than you're ever likely to. However, if you're ever faced with a, um, a patient who's got significant polyposis uh, or who develops colorectal cancer at an early age, we should always consider this because someone has to be the first patient within any family group. We know that up to a third of these patients has got no preceding family history, which suggests that they're either a new mutation or they're the proud owner of a dead milkman.
0: <laughs> Thanks for that, Nick. Okay, that's FAP. Thank you very much indeed.